0: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Thursday, and that means we open the door and enter the inner sanctum. This episode was originally aired on November 6, 1950, and it's called Twice Dead. (laughs)
1: Sanctum Mysteries, brought to you by the American Broadcasting Company. Tonight, Twice Dead, starring Larry Haynes. Good evening, friends of the creaking door. This is your host to welcome you again into the inner sanctum. Come in. Come on in, please. And will you excuse me while I scrape the mud off my hands? Got them dirty in the cemetery. Digging up a plot for you. But that's something that we'll all go into. Sooner or later. A plot? Mm. <laughs> oh, by the way, before we start, I'd like to reassure you. If you suddenly find yourself spinning like a wheel, don't be alarmed. It's because you've got spooks all around you. Oh, and please be considerate, folks. If you find yourself going to pieces, pull yourself together. Remember, I have to sweep up afterwards. (laughs) On the northern coast of Maine, there's a high point of land... A high point from which there's a sheer drop of several hundred feet to the rock churned surf below. Centuries of seas have shaped three tall spire-like rocks into needle-sharp points which look from the sea like the spires of an ancient Gothic cathedral. The cliff is called Cathedral Rock. And here, some weeks ago, David Morgan, grief-tortured, had his wife's impaled body off the bloody point of the tallest fire. There are those in the village who say that David Morgan's mind is broken. Because he insists Carol will come back to live with him. I'll be finished in a moment, sir. I told Morrison in the village you was carving Carol's tombstone yourself. You left. Mm-hmm. You did it, too. And I, it's Carol Morgan, wife of David Morgan, born July 14, 1912. Died horribly on Cathedral Rock, August 12th, 1950. Still don't see why you put that in. Why not? She did die horribly, didn't she? But, but hey. that spike of rock coming out of her back like a speared salmon, damn, you forgot those things, David time you forgot other things, too. What other things? There's no secret about you thinking Carol's coming back from the dead. Oh, I don't mean it to be a secret. There are forces all around us, dead and living, that we don't understand, Seth. I I feel Carol in his room's I smell a perfume. I hear a voice in the wind when I'm at a grave on the cliff. That's only natural, son. You're grieving. A little while. A little while. Carol will be back. If you're going to help me get this stone to a grave, get a lantern and come on. We'll hold the the close. There. Ah, a decent enough soul. Folks in the village have been saying things about you. Oh, like what? The man acting like you do is a guilty conscience. And what do you think, Seth? Me, I don't believe such things. Any more than I believe the dead can return. Come on back to the house. Son. No. I want to stay here a while. Yeah, but you've got I want to stay here a while. Sure. Touch yourself like you do every night, come dark. Go ahead. You'll meet Carol again when I bury you next to her. Up here. I'll leave you alone. Let me be. Oh, Carol. Oh, Carol. Come back. Tell me if it's a Hello. What?
2: You're sad. I can tell. I'm sad, too. Can you help me? you come back. Carol, come... Why do you call me Carolyn? Who, who are you? I I don't know.
1: What are you doing
2: here? I'm looking for my cat. A black cat with white feet and a white spot under the neck.
1: Why did you come
2: here? I don't know. I just got on the bus towards me I and mean, then... I thought of my cat, and I had the bus stop, and I came toward the sea.
1: You'd better come back to the house with me.
2: But I can't. I'm now, come to... along.
1: I'll I find your cat.
2: Have you seen No, no. There's
1: been no cat around here. Not for several weeks.
2: Why did you call me Carol?
1: I was waiting for someone. Someone named Carol. Mm-hmm. Some more coffee.
2: Oh, no, thank you. I feel better now. You've been very nice. People haven't been nice. They look at me strangely. Well,
1: it might be your clothes. They're torn.
2: No, it's more than that. I've looked in mirrors. My eyes don't look like other women's eyes look. Will you help me, please? I I must be somebody.
1: Sure, sure. I'll help you. I'll get Doc Suthers up here, and he'll be able. Yeah. It's
2: me. I see, I told you. Come and you, baby. What did
1: you call that cat?
2: I Minnie, mean, of course. Why? Why are you looking at me like that?
1: That cat belonged to my wife. It hasn't been in this house since the day she died. And, and the cat's name is Minnie.
2: Oh, then. Then it must be that I belong here. This must be my home.
1: The devil's got hold of you, David. I don't know you anymore. I don't trust you. Why not? What harm do you think I can do you or want to? I've known you since you were a boy. Long years i come back here to stay with you when Carol died, to help. But you're beyond help. You're mad because you're thinking Carol has come back to you, living in this woman's body. And who's to say that couldn't happen? You? I'm a God-fearing man, David. And such a thing would be the devil's work. I'll have none of it. If Carol can't come back to me in any way, that's what I want. Even if she made a pact with the devil himself. (laughs) Get there. Bring a flashlight. Come on.
2: It's not. It's David Morgan. It's the chair, the rocking chair by the window.
1: Harris's chair. What about
2: it? It rocked. It rocked by itself.
1: It must have been the wind. No, oh, the window's was... closed. What? What was that? All you
2: saw? It was all I saw. But there was things I felt. Like what? The chair stopped rocking, as though someone had gotten up from it, and then the floor between the chair and the bed creaked. And a moment later. The bed springs sat beside me as though someone sat there.
1: But, but you saw nothing.
2: I only heard a sigh. A terrible,
1: terrible sign. T- Take a <laughs> remark.
2: Oh,
1: you had a dream. It's all your mind's upset. Tomorrow I'll try to find out who you are. If, if it's not too late. No. Has the morning brought you to your right senses? Depends on what you call right senses. I mean about the girl. Where is she? I don't know. I haven't seen her this morning. Where did Carol used to be this time of morning? Is it after eight? She'd have been in the house looking to her flowers. Why? Good
2: morning. Oh, look at these wonderful flowers. What that. Do you mind that I picked some for the table?
1: You can pick as many flowers as...
2: What are you staring at me for?
1: That dress. Where'd you get it?
2: Oh, I I found it in a closet. Mine was so torn I had to do something. Do you mind?
1: Oh, no, no. And and your hair is different, too. I
2: I feel better with it up. Does it look right?
1: Exactly right.
2: You've finished eating it.
1: Oh, yes. I've got to go. I'm going out for haddock today.
2: I won't be seeing you again, then. Why not? Because I have to go. I must find out who I am.
1: I mean to do just that tonight. But
2: what will I do to then?
1: Nothing. Just wait. I'm driving Seth to the village. You'll be quiet and alone. Just rest.
2: But I'm afraid of being alone. You
1: won't be for long.
2: Shut up, I said you was mean, didn't I? Oh, who is this here?
1: It's me. Is that you, Carol?
2: You scared me. Who are you?
1: I guess you're not Carol, are you?
2: I guess not.
1: Have you seen her?
2: No. I uh, understand Carol is dead.
1: That's what everybody says, but I, I don't believe it. I come here whenever David leaves and I look for...
2: What was Carol... to you and...
1: My sister?
2: What makes you think she's still alive? Have you seen her?
1: No, but David hasn't changed a thing in this house since he hid her. You see? There. And over there. Everything just like she left it. Their aprons hanging on the door, you see,
2: but maybe he missed, must... yeah.
1: and I found something in the cellar, something very important
2: uh, what
1: a skeleton, and i I found a box with lots of money in it
2: it
1: It's fun looking for a girl. come with me, and i'll I'll show you what I found. No. you come with me, don't make me mad. Can help me look for Carol.
2: i i am upstairs.
1: No, I want you to come with me in the cellar. <laughs> you, you, must make me mad.
2: Oh, what, <laughs> what?
1: Don't be scared. It's me. Van.
2: Where? Where is this?
1: I I took you to the cellar. We've got a fine Carol. I'm, I'm sorry I hit you. You made me mad.
2: What are you going to do? Why did you take me here? Carol is dead.
1: No, she ain't. She's here somewhere. Besides, I, I promised I'd show you the room below the cellar. Well, with the with the skeleton and the box of money in it, don't you remember?
2: Help me up. You
1: see, I've lifted the door. It's heavy, it's stone, but I'm strong.
2: Is, is that where
1: it is? Yeah. Look, I'll I'll hold the lantern over the opening. See, there's a ladder.
2: Get the box for me. I want to see it.
1: All right. Wait here and hold the lantern so I can see. Hold the lantern higher. I can't see. Hold the lantern higher. Let me
2: out! (laughs)
1: Yep. <laughs> What's the matter? What are you crying about?
2: A, a man was here hmm, Who? Ken's brother Ken? Yes, he was horrible Why didn't you tell me about him?
1: He isn't important
2: Oh, he isn't He could have killed me You told me everything else about kill You should have told me that
1: but Never mind, Van You just do what I told you as soon as David gets in that crazy mind of his, that Carol spirit's coming back in you. He'll have no secrets from you. And we'll know where he keeps that box of money. I...
2: I don't want to do it, I'm through.
1: No, he ain't. I took good care of that. Took the trouble of finding out some things about you in Hollywood.
2: I don't care what you found out. I don't care if you are my uncle. The money you've been sending me since Mother died was something you promised her you'd do.
1: Yep. Now you're going to help me get it back. All of it. And not small for both of us. You want to make a success out there as an actress, don't you? Takes money, don't it?
2: Uh, lots of it.
1: Well, David and Carol had over 100000 put aside in that box of theirs. I just do find it.
2: My first professional role. An amnesia case. For half what's in a tin box. It'll be easy.
1: You'll see. We might as well not tell you tonight.
2: No. I'm through. I'm saving you anyhow. I don't know. Keep thinking what they do. The carol's to still alive, or it her ghosts around anyhow.
1: Oh, Bosh. So I buried myself and don't believe yes. in ghosts. We've been studying it too much, that's what.
2: Maybe. Uncle Silver what is it? How long can a man live? In a small sealed room without air? <laughs>
1: Oh, Where's the woman? Upstairs, I reckon, David. How was the fishing? Oh, bad. Maybe half a ton. Mostly scrod. What's the girl been doing? Just walking around, I guess. She seemed happy here. Or, or is she restless? Did, did she leave to see anybody or such? Seems happy. Too, Too happy. happy. What's that? What's oh, worse. Sh- sh- Can't you it? Pounding like. It? Yes, sir. And the do? And the set I'm going it. down to have a look. Might be a beam slipping. David. Oh, hello.
2: Oh, David, I'm glad you're back. I, I want to talk to you very really seriously, I do.
1: All right. I think the time's come to talk. If you feel like it.
2: But not here, please. I, I want to walk along the bluff.
1: Last time I walked this way toward the rock, I was with Carol. She died horribly. Nobody saw us. We were alone. Does that frighten you?
2: No. I know the story and I feel very sad about it. That's why I wanted to talk to you before it's too late, before we do anything about finding out who I am. I... I don't want to go back to any other life. Why not? I never was so happy to be with anyone as I am here with you, David.
1: do um, Look down there. Over the edge. See those rocks? The pointed one.
2: Yes. Cathedral rock, isn't it? Yes.
1: Carol was standing right where you are. And she fell. I... It's Carol who told you to get off the bus here. To come looking for a cat. Even made you know the cat's name. Made you pick flowers in the morning like she always did.
2: wait, David, wait. She's coming back to me. Through you. Wait, David, I want to tell you. I do want to
1: Because I loved her, But I've been afraid. Because... I murdered Carol.
2: You murdered her? We quarreled. About Seth.
1: She was standing just as you are, right there.
2: What's the matter? Pain in my back. You help me! My back. Something is stabbing me. It's stabbing me! Oh!
1: I'm going down to the village for the doctor, Seth.
2: Don't want the doctor. Please, feeling you stay
1: quiet. I'm going. Seth will look after you. I can get the docs faster by going. All right. You can stop the acting now. What happened?
2: He was telling me that he murdered Carol. I had a pain. A terrible pain in my chest and back. It wasn't acting. Murdered Carol? That's crazy. He had an argument
1: with her. She got mad and started to run back to the house. Then went over the cliff. Everybody knows that. He feels guilty, that's all. He
2: didn't see. that. Probably didn't get a chance.
1: Did you find out anything about the box of money?
2: Yes, I know where it is. Where? The box is in the sub-cellar.
1: Hmm. I never thought of that. I'll go down now and... Wait. That's something in the cellar. That have something to do with the box?
2: Yes. I, I, I had to, Uncle Sam. Then, he, he, he killed me and I closed the door and I bolted it on him. He's cool. Well, I had to. changes things. What do you mean? didn't mean to do this,
1: but I've got to now.
2: I'm going with you.
1: No, Alice. Aim to have all the money. You'll stay. <laughs> See <seat> to that. <laughs> Ben? Ben. <laughs> ben, right. There sits the box. A hundred thousand, better To pay for 40 years with the Morgans. There is a hundred thousand. Hello, sir. Thank
2: you. You might as well bring the box up with you. I wanted to get it myself.
1: Alice, I hit you. You were unconscious.
2: You killed them. You killed my brother as well. Come on up and be careful. I know how to use David's gun.
1: Alice, I didn't mean to leave you there. Come I'll... up
2: with the box. Oh, would you rather I kick the door closed on you?
1: Alice, don't be a fool. Let's get away first. Then I'll explain.
2: Why do you call me Alice? That's your niece in California. I'm Carol.
1: Carol's dead. Alice, you're out of your mind. Carol is dead.
2: Is Carol really dead? Do I look dead? Does this gun look like a ghost was holding?
1: I can prove it. But we've got to hurry.
2: Prove I'm dead? How?
1: Come to the top of the cliffs with me. I'll show you Carol's grave. Yes. There. Look. You can see, can't you? There's the grave, weeks old. It's a trick.
2: He did this to trick me. I am Carol... Look at the
1: tombstone when you made it. Here lies Carol Morgan, wife of David Morgan.
2: I don't believe... Where's David?
1: He's gone to the village to get a doctor for you.
2: You're my niece,
1: Alice, and we've got his money boxed. Now come with me before it's too late. No,
2: I don't believe it's a trick. David! Alice, get
1: away from those rocks.
2: You won't get it, boxed. You won't trick me with lies.
1: David will take care of that when he comes. Give
2: me that box. Don't come another step sis, or I'll kill you for sure. You
1: wouldn't dare. You know good and well you killed Carol's brother. You won't dare shoot. Give me that box. <laughs> She's stuck on the cliff, you see her? Uh, take it easy, son. I'm not a young man. You run on to her. I'll catch her. All right, but hurry. Carol! Carol, get away from there! Carol, get back on the path! David, I thought he'd never come. Dad, Never mind that. Get away from the cliff. You're too close to the
2: edge. Oh! My
1: back! Oh, David, that pain again! Carol! Doctor, hurry. It's going to fade again. David.
2: Carol, look out! You'll fall! Carol, you'll fall off the cliff!
1: dead Carol's dead again and pierced by the same rock it was an accident son from what you tell me she had a seizure where is her pain very painful and controlling I said it was the pain of remembering how the rock felt when she fell. is dead again. I wish I knew what happened here with Seth. She must have shot him just before we come. Oh, I, I can answer that easy enough. Carol always mistrusted Seth. She knew he was fighting his time to steal our money. Probably followed him here with the gun after he took it from her. Where is the money? In that box? No. No, in the back. That's what I don't understand. She must have forgotten about the stage money. How do you mean? You know her brother, Van? Kind of simple in the head. She was always playing games with him. He was a kid. Yeah. Well, she gave him the box and filled it with paper money so he could hide it around the house and make believe finding buried treasure. Doesn't that prove the poor girl below couldn't be killed? She'd have known there was no money in it. Oh, it doesn't prove that, Bill. I searched the whole house for that box after she fell first time. Never found it. Last I talked to Van, he couldn't find it. Would anybody besides Carol know where to sit? Well, all right, have it your way. I'll leave you be for a spell, and I'll send the sheriff and help from the village. I've been a doctor too long to say what's dead can't live again. One way or another. (laughs) Poor David. Imagine a sailing man losing both his first and second mate. Hmm. <laughs> oh well, so he winds up with a minus two as the net result. You know, one thing about it: when David buries Alice, he'll have less work. Just knocks the new chips off the old block. <laughs> Or I got a moral for you folks who like to go sailing. Next time you're on a boat, remember this: trim the sails and not the sailors, or you could wind up being the uh, salt of the earth. Mm. <laughs> Tonight's Inner Sanctum Mystery was written by Fred Matho and starred Larry Haynes in the role of David. Hansi Strickland played Alice, and music was by Lou White. This month's Inner Sanctum Mystery novel is Poor Prisoner's Defense by Richard Sheldon. The entire production of Inner Sanctum is under the direction of Hyman Brown. Well, friend... It's time again to close that creaking door. Until next week at this same time when we'll be back with another weird tale. Oh, next week's scare, Skeleton in the Sun, is the short, frightful tale of a beach bum who tries to convert a hot corpse into cold cash. Well, romance takes a turn for the worse when he loses his mind over a girl... Who's already lost her? You'll help mourn his passing luncheon. Next Monday. Until then. Nine. Pleasant. Three. Tune for henry j taylor and his up-to-the-minute commentary on your land and mine this is abc the american broadcasting company
0: you're listening to i love old time radio with your host virtual vinny welcome back so was it really carol or was it alice you know even david wasn't sure so what do you think Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow, we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life and join us next Thursday for a new episode of Inner Sanctum Mysteries. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, Signing off.